Welcome to today's program. I'm so glad you've joined me. And today it's not just me. I'm here with Paul Renner and I'm here with Denise Renner. And today we want to give you an update about the emergency situation in our part of the world. And we still need your help. And I want to say thank you for everything you've already done. It is amazing the level of generosity which you have shown to people that are in need, but the need continues. And if God puts it in your heart to continue to help us, we really do need your help right now to provide relief for people that are displaced. And you know, yesterday, guys, I said that there were 5 million displaced people. Well, let me be more technically correct. I just read the newest report. There are 5 million refugees, but within Ukraine itself, there are 15 million displaced people. Wow. Now that's a country of 40 million people and 5 million of them have left. 15 million of them are displaced. This is truly catastrophic. And when many of them fled from where they were, they just left with the clothes on their back. They left with a few documents in their hands, which they had to have for wherever they were going to. And that's all they had. They didn't even know where they were going. We have staff members who have fled from Kiev. They didn't even know where they were going. They just knew they needed to get moving. But they took their computers with them and they're working online. Our precious staff has not stopped working. I think about them sitting in basements, in their little country dotches, which are little cottages. Maybe they borrowed one from a friend. And they're out there online ministering to people. And we have received more than 100,000 prayer requests. Think about that, guys. People reaching out to us from basements, from bomb shelters, from subway stations, from the country, walking on the road. They have their phones, they have their devices, and they know who they can turn to for prayer because we have been here for three decades. And my friends, we are uniquely positioned to help these people because we are here. We're glad for everyone in every ministry that's doing something. It takes many, many hands to help a lot of people. But in a very unique way, we're positioned to help people because we're here, we're on the ground. And we work with a lot of churches in this part of the world that we've worked with for 30 years. We trust them, we know them, they're reliable. And through them, we're distributing relief. We're giving people a box full of food and in every box there's 20 meals. Think about that. What if you didn't have any food to eat and somebody handed you a box full of 20 meals? That is amazing. Every one of these boxes is $60 or one meal is $3. And if you want to go online or give us a call right now, you can provide an entire box. Maybe God will put it on your heart to give multiple boxes, or maybe you can just give one meal. One meal is very powerful for somebody that doesn't have anything to eat. And you know, in many cases, guys, people don't have a stove where they can cook these things. So in those places, we are providing hot meals. Mm -hmm. And we have also found that some people don't need uh, food, they need clothes. Paul? Yes. I actually just spoke to our team yesterday who is on the ground there helping. And after our first mission trip, we went there to find out what the greatest need is, how can we help, and we promised them that we'd come back. Mm -hmm. And just yesterday, someone said, you came back. 
Mm. You did what you said you'd do. You came back and you came back with exactly what we needed. Thank you. So many people have come and said, we'll come back and haven't come back. So many people have come to take a photo and they take a photo and they leave, but you actually came back. Wow. And we plan to continue these mission trips from the Moscow Good News Church and on both sides of this conflict as long as necessary, as long as we can. And when we're doing it, we're doing it with you. You are part of what we're doing here. And everyone that we're talking to is so grateful. The pastors, the people that live near the border, the people who have crossed the border. They're just so grateful that other Christians right now are part of the solution, part of the answer. They're, they're full of compassion. You know, Paul, somebody just today said to me, a very powerful witness is what the Renner family is doing. And I said, well, why? They said, because other people are fleeing. They're crossing the border. A lot of people have left Russia. But you all have just continued. They said, we've watched you. You haven't stopped anything. You're distributing help. You're helping people. You're filming your TV programs. You continue to build your studio. It's very obvious that you are staying at the post where God called you. And what you're doing with your life is preaching a message to us about being stable. Wow, that just blessed my heart, Denise. That's so, that's really amazing, Rick, and I'm so thankful. But you know, Denise, in addition to these packages of food, we're also giving people a Bible. People need the Word of God. That's what we're about. We're giving people a book written by me called Repentance, what it is, what it isn't, and how to do it. We want people to get saved. We're actually printing more books right now so that we can continue to hand out these books. Paul, we're printing 10,000s of them. Yes. 10,000s of them. Actually, you are printing 10,000s of them. You're helping us. And right now, printing has gotten more expensive because paper has gotten more expensive. But we still need to print. We still need to produce these things. And it's, it's interesting. I was, I was thinking about this in church the other day. Um, it seems that over the past 10, 15 years, uh, churches and ministries have been moving away from printing things, leaflets, books, everything's gone, electronic. But right now, the Bible, actually a paper Bible with the lack of internet or lack of your device, and a book, something printed that we can give people has value, the more value than it had yesterday. People are very grateful for it. And we're also giving them information about how to connect with us online. So we're not interested in just giving food. Food is very important. Jesus was interested in feeding the multitudes. When Jesus had a big meeting and it came to the end of the day, he was concerned that the people didn't have anything to eat. So Jesus multiplied food and he fed them. Jesus is concerned about people's physical needs, and we need to be concerned as well. But we've also given them information mm -hmm. so that when they're able to get online again, they can connect to our internet church, which is enormous. We have about 200,000 people in our internet church, and we want all of these new people that we've touched and that are being saved to join us so we can wrap our arms around them and teach them the Word of God. And not just teach them the Word of God, give them a blanket Denise, think of the power of a blanket. You know, it's cold right now. It's still cold in this part of the world. And to think if you were a mother and you fled across the border without your spouse because men were not allowed to leave or your grandmother and you've crossed the border with your grandchildren and you're already so deeply disturbed by what is happening and you look at your kids or your grandkids and they're cold, but somebody gives you a blanket to wrap around that child
I think it's kind of like the laying on of hands. You know, we can't physically touch all of them, but we can provide as many blankets as possible. And just like the Apostle Paul released the anointing of God through his clothing, I'm believing for the anointing of God to be released through every blanket that is wrapped around a child. And by the way, I just read a statistic that half of the children have been displaced. 50% of all children have been displaced and they need us. They need you. And right now by going online or by giving us a call, you can give a gift that will really make a difference in someone else's life. You can pay for a meal. That's $3. Or you can buy an entire box. Or maybe the Holy Spirit would put it on your heart to provide multiple boxes. We know that you know the voice of the Lord and that you want to obey Him. But this is really a moment when all of us can reach out from where we are. I don't know where you are right now, whether you're in your car listening, maybe you're jogging and you're listening on a device, or maybe you're sitting in your easy chair in your house. But from wherever you are, you can just go online or give us a call and do something that will bring light into someone's darkness. And it's a moment when we all need to jump in and do what we can. All hands on deck because people are in need and we need to especially do good to them that are of the household of faith. We're talking about believers that have been displaced and as their brothers and their sisters, we need to reach out and show that we are people of covenant and we're going to do what we can to help them. Denise. You know, Rick, I was thinking about, about Jesus. I was thinking about what he said about the father and he was saying that the father even sees when a little bird falls, falls out of a tree. How much more does he care about you? And Paul, when you were talking about those people that said, you came back, I was thinking about each individual and it's not just masses of people. It's individuals. It's a little girl that doesn't have a mother anymore. It's a little boy Who's lost that's his lost daddy. his daddy. That's right. It's a woman that she doesn't know where her husband is, and she doesn't know if she's ever going to see him again. And the care that comes from our Heavenly Father, and what an opportunity we have to be a part, to be the hands and the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ and to be able to give some soap, to be able to give some canned meat. Can you imagine if you haven't eaten and somebody gives you some meat? You would just be gobbling that up. You'd be so grateful. And it's a way for them to experience the touch and the love of God. You know, it's amazing to me, guys, that because of how the Lord has led us all of these years and the way that we've built our ministry, people know that we don't choose sides on any political issue. We just don't do that. Some people are called to do that. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate those that are called to do that. But that's not our call. Our call has been to represent the Bible, to represent the kingdom of God, and to wrap our arms around everyone. And I want to tell you, dear friend, people are shaken on both sides of this line. Everyone's shaken. Everyone. And everyone knows somebody that has been displaced or has been hurt. And so our job is to be available for everyone 
And that's what we're doing. And right now, when you go online and you give a gift to help us, you're going to help so many people. And we're praying for the peace of God to come into their hearts. Amen. And I want to read a promise to you from 2 Corinthians mm. chapter 9. It's a verse that I just love so much, and it's connected to sowing and reaping. And I've told you before that sowing and reaping, whatsoever man so if that shall he also reap, may be the one Bible principle that has affected my life more than anything else. Whatever a man sows, the Greek says whatever. That means if you sow love, you're going to reap love. If you sow patience, you're going to reap patience. If you sow forgiveness, you're going to reap forgiveness. If you sow money, you're going to reap money. That is the law of sowing and reaping. And Paul says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. It is a rule. It is a spiritual law that is never broken. It is never violated. It always works. Well, now, Paul also said in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, But this I say, He which sows sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Then he says in verse 7, Every man, according as he purposes in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly, or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful Giver, and I want to give you these verses in context. He was not talking about the tithe. We don't have to pray about the tithe. We're supposed to give the tithe. But in this particular case, Paul had appealed to the believers to give a special offering above the tithe to meet a certain need. And about that, they had the right to decide how much they would give. And that's why he says, as every man has determined in his heart, so let him give. Well, we know the Bible teaches we're to give the tithe. We don't have to pray about that. But what you give above the tithe, you have the right to decide. And to those who choose to give more than the tithe, Paul says, he that sows sparingly shall reap sparingly. He that sows bountifully, a better translation would be, he that sows generously will reap generously. We can determine what we want to give sacrificially above our regular giving. That's really what Paul is saying. And he says, if you give a little, you're going to reap a little. If you give a lot, you're going to reap a lot. This is not a racket. This is just a spiritual law. It's a law. And then it goes on and it says in verse 10, now he that ministereth seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food, and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. I just love that verse. The first thing it says is that God is the one who gives you the seed to sow. Look at this. God is in this from the beginning to the end. He puts the seed in your hand so that you can sow it. That's what it says. He that ministers seed to the sower will both minister bread for your food, which means... He gives you the seed to sow, and if you will be kind enough to sow it, he'll make sure you have bread on your table. He will multiply your seed sown. He'll multiply what you gave back to you again and again, and he will increase the fruits of your righteousness, which means what you do will be credited to your eternal account. How can you go wrong on this deal? God is the one who gives you the seed to sow, and so you sow it. God says, okay, now you just jumped into the law of sowing and reaping. And because you gave what I gave you to give, now there's going to be food on your table. 
And in fact, what you gave is going to be multiplied to you again. And at the end of the day, it's going to be credited to your heavenly account. It will increase the fruits of your righteousness. That is amazing to me. And Denise and I learned years and years ago, you can never outgive the Lord. He is so gracious. In fact, everything we're talking about in these verses, it is an act of God's grace. He gives you the seed to sow. He tells you where to sow it. He tells you how much to give. And because you give what he gave you to give, think about that. He says, okay, I'm going to put food on your table. I'm going to multiply it back to you again. I'm going to credit to your heavenly account. And then he does it again and again and again and again, and it becomes a way of living. Denise. Rick, I'm thinking about many, many years ago, Rick and I, we really were living, I would say, poverty stricken. Oh, we were destitute. And we were out of God's will too, but we were very poor. And I did not have a revelation about giving back in those days. <laughs> and, but, but one time we decided to give $80. And that $80 was a huge sacrifice for us to give. Monumental. And do you know what we got back in our return? $8,000. $8,000. God, he just wanted to show us how faithful, how wonderful, how bountifully he wants to bless us. And he sees the heart of the giver. He does. And he knows what's left. And he sees the intention of the heart and he blesses it. That's wonderful. Wow, Paul. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, it says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. So, uh, so often we think about our lives and what we have to sow. And we begin to wonder, does this law of sowing and reaping actually work? I need what is in my hand right now, now more than I need, uh, more than other people need it. And you begin to think about your own needs and you begin to think about what's urgent for you. But it's the Lord that gives the increase. It's the Lord mm. that actually gives life to the seed. It's amazing that we actually have the opportunity to sow something and expect growth. Now, since it happens every day, and farmers know, know how this works, since it happens every day, and since we're all so scientific and smart, we, we seem to think that we've dissected this issue and we know how it works, when actually life comes from God. We can study something as long as we want to study it, but life comes from God. And when we sow our seed and we actually do it in faith, trusting God, uh, we, we don't have to know the mechanics of exactly how it's going to work. We trust God that we've sown our seed and he's the one that gives supernatural life to the seed that we've sown and it comes back to us. But, but he's mm. given us the opportunity to be part of that. that this, is, this is what I'm trying to say. It's amazing that the Lord has given us the opportunity to be part of that process. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul said it like this, God gives the increase. Mm -hmm. And he does. He really does. And my friends, you know, we don't normally talk about these kind of things with you in our TV program, but the renters really believe what we're saying to you today. We are givers, we are sowers, and we do it habitually. We just believe in it. We have given to this project, and right now we're asking you, if you haven't joined us yet, 
please join us as part of the giving team to help us give relief to people that are in trouble. A gift of $60 will purchase an entire box or $3 will cover the cost of one meal for someone that doesn't have something to eat that is just so powerful. And with the food, with the hygiene products and with the clothes and the hot meals that we're providing, we're also going to give them a Bible, a book about how to be saved. We're going to give them a copy of the 91st Psalm because we want them to live in the protective promises of that Psalm. Amen. But we have another need that I need to mention to you, and that is we need to finish our studio. Mm -hmm. Prices are escalating here. In the past month, building material prices have just skyrocketed. It is shocking what has taken place. In fact, I went recently to buy some of the products for our new studio. And as I was looking at the products, they took off the old price and they put on the new price. And right in front of my eyes, the price went up just in one day, 30%, 30%. And right now, we need to finish purchasing all the supplies to finish the interior of the studio before it continues to get more and more expensive. And if that's on your heart to be a part of that, you can go online or you can give us a call. It's not about buildings. The renters are not into buildings. This is about the Bible. It is a place where we teach the Word of God, and in our part of the world, we are known for the proclamation of the Bible. That is what we do. We bring people teaching they can trust, teaching they can build their lives upon. We have fed people spiritual food for three decades, and we need to continue this with no interruption. And that's why it is so urgent that we finish this studio as fast as we can. So right now we have these two needs. We need to provide relief and we need to finish the studio. Denise? Rick, I was just thinking about what we were talking about earlier about increase and God stepping in. And, you know, we all say at one time or another, God, help me. Well, when we become givers or blessers of somebody else, we absolutely open the door for God to just come right in and we become partners with him and he brings his increase. He brings his supply, which is amazing. I remember when that happened to us so many years ago, that $80 turned into $8,000. Only God could have done that. But when we gave that eight, $80, opened the door for God's supernatural power Denise, to come. It makes me think of John chapter 6, where we read about the little boy who gave his five loaves and his two oh, fishes. Oh, that's huge. And Andrew said to Jesus, Lord, what are these among so many? And many times we diminish what we're doing. We say, well, but I can't give so much. Could it really make a difference? And when the Apostle Andrew saw the five loaves and the two small fishes and saw the thousands and thousands of people that needed to be fed, wow. he, re he reasoned with himself, well, this is something, but what is this among so many? But when it came into the hands of Jesus, it changed. The hands of Jesus. And that's amazing because when we release what we have into the hands of Jesus, he multiplies it to do more than it would have ever done if we kept it in our hands. 
That's what Paul was saying. He gives life to the seed. He brings increase to what we put into his hands. That multiplication takes place when we put what we have into the hands of Jesus. And my friends, this could apply to your kids. You need to put your kids in the hands of Jesus. You need to put your marriage in the hands of Jesus. You need to put your talent in the hands of Jesus. You need to put your business in the hands of Jesus and you need to release your money and your seed into the hands of Jesus because as long as it's in your hands, it's in your control. But when you release it into the hands of Jesus, that's when the multiplication begins to take place. And if you hear something saying to your mind, ah, but what you have to give is so little, dismiss that thinking and get what you have to give into the hands of Jesus and he will multiply it. He'll multiply it. My friends, we can touch masses of people. We're already sending tons and tons of food and hygiene products and relief to people that are in need. And I'm not exaggerating when I say tons, we just stood in the midst of boxes upon boxes upon boxes of food that has been prepared by our team, and it's on the way right now to meet the needs of people that have been displaced. And if you would just go online or give us a call right now, we'll walk you through the process. We'll tell you how you can become a partner with us in this, either to provide relief or to help us finish the studio. And when you reach out to us, we want to know how to pray for you. We sincerely mean that. Somebody just wrote to me the other day on YouTube and they said, oh, come on. It's so insincere when you say you pray for people. We do pray for people. There's nothing insincere about it at all. I pray for our partners. I pray for our givers. I pray for our viewers. I pray for our spiritual family. I doubt that there's an hour of the day that passes when I'm awake that I'm not saying a prayer for somebody that we're touching. We're very sincere about praying for people. We are praying people. And if you reach out to us with your prayer need, I guarantee you, I promise you, you will not get away from us without really being prayed for. Mm -hmm. Denise? Yes, and give your prayer request because I've heard testimony after testimony of miracles that have happened when, when they called and they received prayer. And the miracles do happen. I've heard of healings. I've heard of miracles. I've heard of financial miracles. Why? Because the power of agreement. Jesus said, if two or three of you will agree as touching anything, yes, anything, I'll do it. Anything. And if you need somebody to get into agreement with you, here we are. Call us or send us your email, and Jesus will just step into your life with all of his miraculous power, mm. Paul. Amen. By giving right now, you're actually helping us continue, and not just continue. You're actually helping us increase the efforts that we're already doing right now. You can be a part of what we're doing. You can be a part of the next mission team that will be coming back, and I'm expecting testimonies, and especially the people that say, you came back. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You came back back. You did what you promised you would do. That's a good testimony. And especially right now as Christians, we need to be a good testimony. We need, to, we need to share the gospel. We need to share love. We need to be a good testimony. And by giving now, you can help with these relief packages. And also you can help with the studio. 
because we need to continue, we need to increase what we're doing, all the filming, all the programming, everything that we're doing online, people need it now more than ever. And by the way, when Paul says we're sending a mission team, he doesn't mean one or two people. One of our teams is composed of 16 people. That's just one of our teams, and they're all evangelists. So they're preaching the gospel. They're laying hands on people. We're seeing signs and wonders as we're putting food in people's stomachs. And we want to say thank you for being a part. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Renner Ministries is proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ through every available media to the uttermost parts of the earth. Discover the many ways you can help us make a difference in lives around the world with the Word of God. We invite you to partner with us in teaching, strengthening, and rescuing lives for the glory of God. Together, we can make a difference that will last throughout eternity.